The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The temple in Jerusalem was really quite something. The scripture says it was built by King Solomon about a thousand years before Jesus was born. It was as much a work of art as it was a work of devotion. Facing east toward the sunrise, it was a miracle of cedar and stone, covered in gold and silver and bronze, and filled with statues and tapestries and pillars, and altars and bowls, and tables and tongs and snuffers, and shovels and fire pans. With everything that Israel needed for prayers and sacrifices in the morning and in the evening, with everything that was required for the Sabbath and for the high holy days. There was a big courtyard for the priests and a smaller courtyard for God himself. There was a holy place for the priests to work and a holier place for the Ark of the Covenant to rest. So the temple in Jerusalem was really quite something. But always remember that the temple wasn't the temple until the Lord moved in. That story comes from 1 Kings 8 and 9, and it goes something like this. Solomon stood before the altar, and he opened his hands toward heaven, and he prayed. Lord God, there is no God anywhere who loves his people the way that you love us. But are you actually going to move into our neighborhood? For starters, you are a very big God, and this is a very small temple. And sometimes, as you know, we are not very well behaved. So when we hurt each other, or when we sin, and then you let our enemies beat us down to teach us a lesson, or when it stops raining, or disasters strike us, or terrorists attack us, or worst of all, when we sin against you personally, then how do we know that you will stick with us, that you will keep watching us and listening to us and forgiving us? How do we know that you won't give up on us and that you'll still go to work on us to forgive us and to fix us so we don't keep doing the same old stupid things over and over again? And then the Lord answered, Well, I just stand.
stamped my name on this temple, and my stamp lasts forever. I stamped my name on this temple, so my eyes are here, and my ears are here, and my heart is here, and my love is here. Because my name is here, you can always count on me. Now, if you betray me and ignore me and you wander away, then you are on your own. But that is on you, not on me. I'm good for what I say. Since my name is here, I own this place. I am moving in. And that's how the temple became a temple. If you look around the room this morning, you might notice that you are really quite something. The Old Testament reading appointed for this day for Holy Trinity describes each and every one of you as a work of art and as a work of devotion. Created in the image and likeness of God and filled with his divine breath, with the breath of life. You really are something to admire. In Genesis, God himself calls you good. Actually, he calls you very good. And you are so good that when God was finished making you, he took a day off. Of course, we've ruined that. We've all wandered. And we've all done things that God begged us not to do. And with our sins, we have hurt God, and we have hurt each other, and we have wounded ourselves. And that's on us. But there is one little line from St. Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 that can save the day. Don't you know that you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. That one line means everything to us because after today we know how temples are made. Temples are made when the Lord stamps his name on something or somebody and then he moves in. Your own story from, comes from the gospel appointed for this day from Matthew 28. It goes something like this. The 11 disciples obeyed Jesus and they headed for Galilee. Jesus, who is always good for his word, met them there and said, You all go and make a temple of every last person on this earth by stamping them with the name of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and by teaching them to treasure every word and every way that I have left behind for you. That's a pretty fine guarantee to have in a world where we hurt each other and we hurt ourselves. In a world where our enemies beat us down, sometimes because we deserve it, but sometimes not. In a world where it sometimes stops raining, 
or where disasters strike, or where terrorists attack us, or worst of all, in a world where we sin against our Lord who made us and who loves us, where sometimes we ignore him and wander away. But you should always remember that because he stamped each and every one of us with his holy name in baptism, he is here. We saw it happen to young David this morning. God owns us, so he sticks with us. And he keeps watching us and keeps listening to us and keeps forgiving us and keeps fixing us so that we do not do the same old stupid sinful stuff over and over and over again. This morning your past is clean and your present is strong and your future promises to be delightful. Two of the best lines in the gospel appointed for the Holy Trinity are the least obvious. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, says Jesus, and then I am with you always to the close of the age. All authority in heaven and earth, heaven and earth, that's space. And to the end of the age, to the end, that's time. This means that Jesus has stamped you with a name that lasts forever. So you are never alone and you are never unloved. You are never lost and you are never left behind. The Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is always in you and with you and around you and most importantly, for you, for you and not against you. So the next time you open up your hands and look to heaven and say your prayers like Solomon, you spectacular works of art and devotion. You, something to be admired, created in the image and likeness of God and filled with the divine breath of life. You remember that because you were baptized, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have named you, have stamped you. They own you. And they promise to stick with you forever and ever so that come what will, you are in God's hands. Come what may, you are always a child of God. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.